0: Somebody just remind God how worthy He is. Somebody remind God how much you love Him. Somebody remind God how much you adore Him. Oh, we love You, Jesus. We love You, Jesus. We love You, Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! It's nothing like coming into the presence of the Lord on a Sunday morning and reminding God how much you love Him. As the old song says, falling in love with Jesus was the best thing that I ever, ever, ever did. As another song said, I searched the whole world over and I still haven't found anybody like Jesus. Somewhere you just stop searching and you just go ahead and come to the solution somewhere you just go ahead and come to the conclusion that I don't have to search anymore. I have found what I'm looking for. I have found what my soul adores and loves. Well I feel like that elderly lady that was reported in the newspaper just a few weeks ago she was wanting and endeavoring to go to church and the normal person that picked her up to go to church, for she was uh, not, she did not have the ability to drive, was not able to pick her up. So she called some of her family, they were not able to pick her up. She called her neighbor, they were not able to pick her up. So the church was in utter amazement as a police car came to the church and stopped in front of the doors, and out stepped out the lady because she had called 911. it's an emergency if you can't get to this house. It's an emergency if you can't get to the presence of God. Maybe I'm the only one, but I just have some expectancy today that I don't know what you went through and you don't know what I went through, but I made up in my mind I would be in the house of God today. And I just believe God's going to speak to us, Brother Mark. I just believe God has a word for us today. How many of you believe that? Amen. Would you go with me to the book of Luke? We certainly pray for Brother and Sister Townley as they are ministering out. And obviously, as always, honored to stand behind this pulpit and further honored in their absence. And we know the Lord is using them last night and today. And we are praying for their safe return. Amen? Amen. We love and appreciate our pastor. Yes, and uh, my father is a pastor, and so there's, there's always... There's always uh, you know, I remember growing up and dad would be gone and, and he was the pastor. And so there was always just something different when pastor was gone. But he always loved to come home and hear the words, we had great church without you. Because if it fell apart when he left, then something was wrong. And I'm, I, I, think I'm, I, I think I stand for everybody when we say we miss our pastor and leadership anytime they're gone. But it's the will of God to have church. It's the will of God for people to get the Holy Ghost. It's the will of God for us to do what they have trained and prayed for us to do. And so I'm thankful for their leadership. And I just believe that that God's going to do something today. Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 and verse 1. Luke 15 and 1. Then drew they near unto him all the publicans and the sinners to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receives sinners and eateth with them. And Jesus, make a parable unto them. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if you lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness? And go after that which is lost until, not unless, until he finds it. And when he finds it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. Someone say, Rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repents more than over the ninety and nine just persons which need repentance. Then Jesus goes into a second story. What woman having ten pieces of silver if she lose one piece does not light the candle and sweep the house and seek diligently until she find it? And when she had found it, she calledeth her friends and her neighbors, saying, Rejoice! Someone say it with me, Rejoice! Rejoice. With me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you a second time. Jesus says there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. Amen. Then Jesus goes into a third and final story. And he says a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them sold his said to his father, Father give me the portion of goods that befalleth me and he divided into him his living. Not many days after the younger son gathered all together took his journey into a far country and there he wasted his substance with riotous living. Then all of a sudden there is a return and the older brother is in the field and he's looking around and verse 25 our last verse Says these words. Now the elder son was in the field. And he came and drew nigh for the house. And he heard the music. And he heard the dancing. Verse 26. I lied to you. One more verse. Verse 26. Would you read it with me? And he called one of the servants. And he asked. What do these things mean? By the help of the Holy Ghost. I just want to preach to you. If you don't understand my deliverance. You won't understand my dance. I'm going to say it one more time. If you don't understand what God has brought me out of, you're not going to understand my shout. You're not going to understand my worship. You're not going to understand my praise. Come on, would you lift your hands one more time in this house? God, I worship you and I adore you. God, I thank you for every single person that is under the sound of my voice. God, I believe that you're going to speak to us today, God. Let the liberty of the Holy Ghost be in this house. Let miracle signs and wonders be in this house. God, we have come for you to strengthen us. God, we have come for you to touch us. God, we have come for you to speak to us, God. And I thank you for what you are going to do, God. I thank you for what you are going to do, God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Would you clap your hands? Oh, come on, would you clap your hands? Now would you lift up your voice with the voice of triumph one more time in this house? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God bless you and you can be seated. Jesus had told a story of a prodigal son. It's significant because before he ever came to the story of the Son, he, he had to tell about the lamb and he had to tell about the coin. You see, the lamb was 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 a picture, it was a portrait of, of someone that had left the father's house, someone that had left the shepherd's presence. Second story was of a precious coin. A coin that was not leaving, but a coin that was lost in the house. A coin that was lost in the presence. And then Jesus goes on to our third and final story. The story of the prodigal son. A son that was in the middle in transition. He he was in the house, but he was on the way out of the house. I have to pause at the very beginning of this message and remind us that all three stories, there's only about one lamb and one coin and one son. And that tells me that there is a divine disruption in heaven over one person, over one child, over one saint of God that loses their way, that leaves the way or is in transition not knowing the way. I've got to remind you on this Sunday morning because sometimes Monday through Saturday we hear the lies of the adversary that you do not matter and you do not count and you are not on God's radar. I come with Holy Scripture to debunk that myth and tell all of hell my life matters. My family matters. My choices matter to my God. It's a peculiar story, this third story, because the Bible says that the son comes to his father and he says, Dad, I I, I want my inheritance. And inheritance was something important. It was something valuable. It was was something that a father would give his child to help him in life. But, But the timing, the timing is so significant in this story because a father never gave his inheritance. Unless he, unless he was on his deathbed and unless he only knew that he had hours to live. And yet the son comes to the father and says, Dad, I, I daddy, Father, I, I want my inheritance now. You see, this was shocking. This, 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 this was utter confusion because what the son was saying is, I don't need you in my life anymore. He was saying, I want your blessing, but I don't want your protection. I want your yes, but I don't need your no. I, 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 I want you to give me my inheritance, but you're, you're dead to me. I do not need you in my life anymore. And the Bible says a peculiar phrase. It says, and not many days after. And not many days after. That means he was homeless in the house. Did you know it's, it's possible on a Sunday morning to come into the presence of God and to come into the house of God and we could go through the motions and we could lift up our hands and, and we could jump and 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 we could wave our hands and we could run the aisles and we could worship and we can pray but it's not just about where you are right now, it's about where you're headed. It's about where you're going. You see, he, he, he was in the Father's house but it's his feet were directed outside the Father's house. His, 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 his hands were worshiping in the house, but his heart was, was drifting out of the house. You see, if not careful, we come on a Sunday morning, I, I, you know what, and the preacher starts preaching about prodigals, and we think, oh God, that's not for me. That's for him, and that's for her, and that's for them. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a saint of God. I love God. Do you not see where I am, preacher? I'm in the house of God. I don't want to know where you are. I want to know where you're going. I said I don't want to just know where your feet are planted I want to know where your feet are pointed Because I don't want to be in this house today But outside this house tomorrow Come on somebody help me on a Sunday morning I don't want to be in God's presence In this time of my life But be outside of God's presence In another time of my life David said, I was, glad me. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go, let us go, let us go to the house of the Lord. What else did David say? David said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall exceedingly be in my mouth. He said, where I'm headed, that's where I'm going to be. Where I'm headed, that's where I'm going to stay. I will dwell in the house of of the Lord uh, only for a season forever Uh, only when I'm young uh, forever Uh, only when I got a job uh, forever Uh, only when I got blessings uh, no I will dwell uh, in the house of the Lord forever so your direction point is going to become your dwelling place Wherever you're headed, that's where you're going to be. See, if not careful, we, 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 we come to church and, and, and we, we, we worship with our brothers and we, we worship with our sisters, but, but there's a problem. Stand up, brother. There, there's a problem. You can be in the same place but facing two different directions. Oh, we're in the same building and we're hearing the same preacher and we're hearing the same songs, but our feet. You see, if you only look at my hands and if you only look at my smile and you only look at my tie, you're going to think everything's great and perfect. But God sees where our heart is stepping. And God sees where our heart... I'm just I'm just gotta be real on a Sunday morning. I don't wanna just dance. I don't wanna just pray I, I don't want to just worship, but I want my feet to, to be planted in the house of the Lord. So what happens? Somebody comes to God. Somebody asks us to forgive them. They've been in the club, they've been in the bars, they've been drinking. They've been stealing. They've been doing things that God did not design for their life to, to do and experience. And yet they come into the house of God and God forgives them and God fills them with His power and with His spirit. And, and, and they're on the front row and, and people are judging them, people criticizing. You know what he did? You know what she did? Is that him? Well, what, what happens? Somebody's in the choir and they look and they're worshiping and they're praising. And in six months. Six years. The person in the choir is now clubbing. And the sinner that God delivered that was on the front row is now in the choir. How does that happen? Because it's not just enough to be in this house. It's not, you might be homeless in this house. I don't want to just know if you're in this house. Is this your house? Is this your father? Is this... Tell your neighbor, we're going somewhere today. Neighbor, we're going somewhere today. No, no, no. I didn't say look at me. No, you got to tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, we're going somewhere today. All of a sudden... All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the person on the front row is in the choir and the person in the choir is now in the club. Because it's not just a matter of where you're sitting, see, seated, seating. It's, it's not just a matter of where you are sitting. There we go. Help me, Holy. It. It's not just a matter of where you are. God wants to know what is our direction. What is our direction? David said, one thing have I desired and that will I seek after to live and dwell and behold in the temple of the Lord. I I, I just got one desire. I got a lot of distractions. I got a lot of temptations. But I got one focus. I've got one goal. I I want to inquire in his holy temple. I, I want to dwell in the presence of the Lord. So stay with me for just a minute. Be seated. Stay with me, though. All of a sudden, he, he gets his things, and he's, he's walked out. He's gone. he's he said adios. He said bye. He's gone. Deuces. See you later. Never coming back. And the Bible says that he joins himself to a citizen in a far country. Can I tell you on this Sunday morning that every person is connected to a place? Every person is connected to a place. That's why it matters who your friends are and that's why it matters who you talk to and it matters who influences you uh, because every person uh, is taking you somewhere. I want to know where are they taking you? Where are the voices in my life taking me? Where are the friends in my life taking me? Where are the influences? because if you're in an unfamiliar place and you don't know how to get somewhere the quickest way to get there is to someone that can take you what happens when somebody backslides what happens when someone gets carnal what happens when someone says you know what I don't need the blessings of God I I just want to do my own thing they never do it by themselves because carnality loves company compromise loves company You got to find somebody else that you can do it with. You got to find somebody else that can show you how to do it. But you know the quickest way to get spiritual? Find somebody who's already been praying. Find somebody who's, hey, you know what? I need to get, I want to become a worshiper. Find you a person uh, who's going to take you to a place of worship. Find you a man, uh, find you a woman, uh, find you a pastor, uh, find you a church. That says we're not just going anywhere. Uh, we're going to a place of revival. Uh, we're going to a place of miracles. Uh, we're going to a place of prayer. Uh, do you want to go with me? Uh, we're going. Uh, we're going. You see, the Bible says that you, we can provoke one another to good works. You see, there's the problem. We, sometimes we get a little messed up in the world, and, and we've all done it. We're all humans. We've had people that have put peer pressure on us. We've had people that have twisted our arm. We've had people that have cornered us. We are a product of our own decisions and the influences of others. Yeah. But the problem is we have to own up to those decisions, and we have to pay the consequences. Yeah. And the people who influence us don't always have to pay for our consequences. But when we come into the house of God, the Bible says, no, 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 the pressure doesn't stop. He said, you're to provoke one another unto good works. You see, when you were in the world, somebody was twisting your arm to get drunk. But when you're in this house, nobody's going to embarrass you. Nobody's going to put you on the spot. But if you feel a little pressure, it's because I know what it feels like not to worship. I can't let you not worship. I know what it means to not pray. I can't let you not pray. I know what it means to come into the house of God and see it and do nothing and I can't let you do that I gotta provoke you to a miracle I gotta provoke you to worship I gotta provoke you to what God come on there ought to be a godly peer pressure that says I'm not gonna let you see it I'm not gonna let you not worship I'm not gonna let you go backward we gotta go somewhere where are we going? we got to get back to the Father. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden the prodigal looks up and he's joined himself to a citizen in a far country and now that far country has famine. And now there's lack and now there's loss and he's looking around and all of a sudden, wait, he comes to himself and he realizes I am in a pig pen and I'm eating Leftovers when I used to have the first plate and when I used to have the first choice you see now we get to perhaps what we think of as the prodigals but see it really doesn't matter if you're in the father's house if you're headed out you see we think prodigal you're, you're, oh, now I know who that is but it's not about your distance it's about your direction so we're just, we're just in illustration mode I'm, I'm going to have you be God and uh, I, I, need, I need you to help me out again so I need you to stand right here you're in the Father's house you're in church and you're worshiping I want you to face that way and, uh, and I, I've, I've left God I haven't been to church, I haven't been praying I haven't been worshiping I, I do things that God aren't pleased with and I'm over here and, uh, and I need a cliff, someone be the cliff would you like to be the cliff? you're, you're, you're the cliff right there And when 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 we hit that cliff, it's over. It's done. Whatever that means for us, maybe it's when we pass from this earth. We don't have any more choices about what we're going to do, but we have an eternity to live with our choices. So I want to ask you, who's going to reach the cliff first, him or me? It really doesn't matter. We're both going to reach the cliff. I'm just going to get there before he gets there. But we're both pointed in the wrong direction. You see, some of us think, oh, we're good, we're in the Father's house. When's the last time you read? And it wasn't in church? When's the last time you prayed and it wasn't over a bowl of cereal? When's the last time you gave God worship and it wasn't a preacher that was cheerleading you? You see, we can think we're fine. Oh, the Father's right there. But are you headed closer to Him or headed away from Him? Because if you're headed away from Him, it doesn't matter if you're here right now or if you're in the bar. Uh, Every single person uh, under the sound of my voice uh, says, I have to realign. Uh, What does repentance mean? Parents means I've got to turn around. I've got to get back to the Father. I've got to get back to His presence. I've got to get back to His glory. So I got good news and bad news. The bad news is just because you're in the Father's house doesn't mean you're going to stay in the Father's house. Thank you. But I got good news. Just because you're in the pig pen doesn't mean you're going to stay in the pig pen. I might be in the pig pen right now, but I'm not going to be in the pig pen forever. uh, Because while my feet are in the pig pen, uh, they're pointed back towards the Father's house. Uh, If I can just get back uh, to where the servants are. uh, If I can just get back uh, to where the blessings are. uh, If I can just get back. uh... Help me. Can I preach just a few more minutes? Come on. Oh, some of y'all are like, nah. <laughs> I won't preach anyway. All of a sudden the Bible says that he starts getting closer and closer to the Father. And what does the Bible say? You should know the Bible says the Father saw him a far off. And when you start walking, God starts running. When you start walking, mercy starts running. When you start walking, When you start walking, uh, grace comes running. Uh, When you start... Why? uh, Because the Father's been looking for you. Uh, Why? uh, Because grace's been looking for you. Uh, Why? uh, Because mercy... Notice the Father didn't look around and say, Hey, hey, who's that? I don't know. guess we'll just wait for him to come. He should make it here in a few minutes. Looks like a weary traveler. No, the father jumped up. And the father father started looking. And the father started getting restless. And the father started running. Why? Because that wasn't a stranger. That was a son. Come on, condemnation says you're not a son anymore. Condemnation says you're not a daughter anymore. But the father jumps up. And he says, if I wasn't looking for you, I wouldn't know who you are. I've been looking and I've been waiting. And I want you to notice what happens next. I'm almost done. You got to hear me right now. All of a sudden, he gets I mean, he comes to the father's feet. One of his last words that he said before he left was, "Father, give me." And one of the first words when he comes back is, Now, Father, make me. Just make me a servant. I don't need anything. You don't got to give me anything. I just want to. Everybody's got a different journey from give me to make me. But everybody's got to get to that point where you crumble at the Father's feet. And you say, I don't need anything else added. I need you to change some things. I need you to develop some things I'm on the potter's wheel on a Sunday morning uh, and I need you to make me into a servant I need you to make me into a worthy vessel come on someone just shoot up their hands and say father make me make me whatever you want me to be make me what you've designed me to be Uh, make me what I was born to be and all of a sudden all of a sudden need mark i want you to help me out i don't want to pick on you but i'm just i just want you by me because i'm i'm glad to see you and i just feel like picking on you i want you to hear me right now all of a sudden all of a sudden the, the son's there and he's saying father make me father make me and you know what the father does? He calls for the best robe. He said, all right, I need the best robe. Who had the best robe? The father had the best robe. And he comes to the son. and I want you to take off your jacket and put it on him. He says, I, I, I want, he, he calls for the best robe. Who had the best robe? The father had the best robe. He said, bring me some sandals. Bring me a ring. He called for three things. He called for a coat. That's identity. He called for a ring. That's authority. He called for sandals. That's calling. God wants to restore three things to every single person in this room. He wants to remind you Of where you're supposed to go. What you're supposed to do. And who you're supposed to be. I'll try it on this side. God wants to remind us. Of where he wants us to go. What he wants us to do. And who he wants us to be. Because nobody just comes back to the Father's house and sits around. The Father says, I've got something for you to do. I've got somewhere for you to go. And I've got someone for you to be. Now you hear me. Hear me right now. Hear me, please. I beg you. It's already February 2020. Some of you forgot your New Year's resolutions and you forgot the commitment that you told. God and you, you 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 January 21 it was all about destiny and, and life hit you <laughs> cuz life didn't end just because you had destiny and devils didn't leave just because you had destiny and temptations didn't just run and flee just because you had destiny but now it's February 1 and now it's February 2 and now and now it's now. Profound statement. Now it's now. And you know what? Some of you have said, I'm sorry God, but that that calling's too big. That anointing's too big. That assignment's too big. That place of prayer's too big. And you've convinced yourself and you've let others convince you that does not fit you. Because every single one of us is going to have a moment where there's restoration. And every one of us has a moment about getting back to the Father's presence. And some of you think that's where I'm going today. But that's really not. You can get back to the Father's presence today if you have not already. But I want to know what happens when the Father stops speaking to you. And Monday comes and all the other voices come and say, oh, you went to church. Oh, you asked God to forgive you. Oh, 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 you got destiny on your life. Oh, you got a calling on your life? Oh, oh, oh wait, Oh, not, you, you think you're somebody? You, you think your past isn't important anymore? You think you're really going to live past that consequence? And I want us to stand all across this house. Spirits and lies and demonic forces and voices that, that mock you and say, It don't fit you anymore. It don't fit you anymore. I've got news for hell. God never gives you something that fits God always gives you something bigger and God always gives you something larger because he's going to require you to grow into it my calling doesn't fit me right now but I'm going to grow my anointing may not look like it fits right now but I'm going to grow the miracle that God's You may say it don't fit me. You know what? You're right. It doesn't fit me. But the right now me, it's not going to be the forever me. I want us to lift up our hands for just a moment. I want you to lift up your hands for just a moment because there's some things in this room right now God's wanting to place upon you. God's wanting to place upon you. You may say it's too big. You may say that doesn't fit. But there's some fresh coats of anointing. There's fresh coats of strength. There's some
1: fresh coats of prayer. Just lift up your hands for just a moment right now, would you? Would you tell God with your lips, I want it? Would you tell God with your heart, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. I want it.
0: Come on, for just a moment. I feel the sweet presence of the Lord right now. Come on, I feel His sweet presence right now. I think everybody could step out from where you are and you could come to this front for just a moment. I think everybody could step out from where you are and with hand raised, with hands lifted. Maybe some
1: of you need to pray, God, forgive me. Maybe you to pray God restore me, maybe you need to pray God make me maybe you need to say God I'm ready for that new code i have despised and I, I've let other things in my life despise it but God I'm ready come on I'm asking you to pray whatever you need to pray right now come on for just a moment we're going to go further in just a minute we're going to go further in just a minute but we need to pause right here